Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 10% This is the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Well, welcome into the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We've got a really busy Youth Sports Show today, and I'm looking forward to it. Our first almost full two segments, we're going to be talking about Penguins Volleyball, and we're going to talk with Ann here in a minute. At 925, we're going to talk to Bob Chapman. He's got a golf event coming up, and, and I want Ann to make sure, because she hits the ball a long way. And she had a hole-in-one recently, so we'll get to her on that. But Bob Chapman is doing a uh, golf event to raise money for Matthew Rittner. He was a SWAT uh, guy that um, was was killed in the line of duty. And we, This is year two that I've been involved with, Bob, and we're raising money for... Uh, for Matthew's wife and family, and I think you're going to want to get involved with that with me. October 5th, they're going to be doing kind of a speed golf thing, and you're surrounded by some really great people and raising money for a good cause. 9.30, um, Smoking Hot Mary from Ideal Logos is going to join us for a couple minutes. And then at 9.45, there is a, a youth um, cricket tournament that we're going to talk with a guy that uh, KSEP, who we've had on in the past, but he uh, he's running a youth cricket tournament out in the Waukesha area that we're going to promote for him and talk a little bit about what's going on. You know, he hasn't been on the show with, with me for a couple of years, and there's been a lot going on in the world of youth cricket, believe it or not, in this area. And we're going to talk to him about that. But our first two segments. And I first have to say congratulations on the whole the one in golf fan. Thank you very much, Mike. How awesome was that? It was a very exciting day. We were at Western Lakes, and I had the opportunity to golf with my father and my brother and my good friend Dale. And uh, it was the 13th hole, and I just struck the ball exceptionally well. And I can't believe I'm still surreal. It's, I'm surprised and excited all at the same time. Man, that you know what? I just think that's really cool because for guys like me that that go out and Every once in a while, hit the ball, and I, I'm just a horrible golfer, Ann. But I try. I try. And, you know, it's frustrating because back in the day, I was a decent athlete. But the, the old high, you know, eye-hand coordination, play basketball, football, baseball. But I hit a golf ball, I think, a lot like uh, I played softball. You know, this golf event that I'm going to be talking about, Chapman, about on October 5th, tee time is 4 o'clock. It's at Western Lakes Golf Club. Nice. Yeah, and raising money for a really a really good cause, the the Matt Rittner Memorial Golf Outing. It's our second one, and and uh, at 9:25 we'll get more information from Bob on that. Hey, when when I talked to you on the phone the other day, I didn't realize I was kind of talking to royalty, Miss Ann. <laughs> well, thank but you. I, yeah, to look in your bio, I I I'm honored that that you would be willing to come on my show to talk a little bit about the Penguins. Uh, soccer, or soccer, volleyball club, and kind of the things that you guys do. Um, you were named the USAV Nation's Outstanding Program Director in 2012. You were given the Lee Storvik Award by the Badger Region in 2012 as well. 
Uh, you, you've just been involved in this for a long time. Can we talk a little bit about starting the Midwest Penguins in 1997, your thought process at that time about st- starting a volleyball club? Uh, sure thing. Um, well, I was definitely honored to receive those various awards um, through the years. And, you know, while I do receive them, it takes a team to make that happen. So back in 1997, I believe it was, uh, my good friend Janice, Siebert, uh, who's my co-director, we, we're business partners, we had this idea to start our own club and create an opportunity for youth athletes to play volleyball, uh, manage uh, skill development, competition, as well as, you know, manage family and multi-sport athletes. So, you know, we started with four teams and we practiced uh, in Milwaukee and schools and racquetball courts, anywhere we can get our, our, our feet in the door. And from there, we grew up to uh, six teams, eight teams, and now we're running about 13 to 15 teams, depending on the uh, coaches we can uh, retain and the quality of athletes we can have come through our program. Well, I've got to thank uh, Jason from Soul Boxer, who is a new, uh, a new sponsor, new client, and um, he's kind of become a friend, and, and I've really enjoyed the time that, that I've spent with him. And I was out with him a couple of weeks ago, and he listens to the U Sports Show. And he says, hey, do you take recommendations for that show? And I said, I do. And he said, i got to tell you about Ann, who is, uh, runs the Penguins. Um, the, the, he just went on and on about you know, how hard you work and how well this club is run. And he's a guy that knows a lot about youth and high school sports. And for him to, to say the things that he said about you and the people that are part of your organization, what just made me reach out to you right away because I wanted to figure out, you know, what you guys do with Midwest Penguins Volleyball Club and what your mission statement is and some of the things that you, your beliefs are because he was just so high on the work that you guys do. Well, thank you very much. Yes, uh, Jason and his wife, Jody, uh, they've been great uh, supporters of our program. Uh, their daughter, Annika, has played with us for several years now. And I think what, what makes our club unique and separate from others is that, you know, we work well with, you know, other multiple sport athletes playing basketball, uh, lacrosse, soccer, as well as balancing the family uh, environment and competitions hey so, and that and you know that that sets you apart right i mean you understand when when I, being a basketball coach for as long as i had been when when and doing shows like this one of the biggest complaints that i get about volleyball especially from high school coaches and in other sports is look we would have had a really good team this year but three of our best players are being told that they have to play volleyball year round and so they're going to leave and not play for their high school team in a different sport because of club volleyball. And I know that that other sports, basketball has some of that. Baseball is starting to get some of that. Even football was seven on seven. But volleyball is the one that most people would complain about. And when you and I were on the phone and I asked you that question and you answered it like that and said, no, we're good. We work around it because we think it's important. And that comes from you from the top. I think that sets you apart from some of the other club volleyball uh, organizations. Yes, I agree. Absolutely. I I personally coached high school as well as Janice has coached high school, my co-director. 
And, you know, between the two of us, we feel that the high school sports are important for supporting the school, for socialization, uh, for competition within your own, um, you know, pure class before you develop out into a more elite program. I think you need the balance of, of both to make it successful. You know, we, we're going to promote for the two segments that I have Anne on, uh, we're going to promote some tryouts that they have coming up. Um, October 3rd, 14 and under tryouts, uh, day one, October 3rd, which is Saturday, October 3rd, uh, 11 and under, uh, 1030 to 1230. And then it goes on 12 and under 1030 to 1230 as well. 13 and under 8 to 10 a.m., 14 and under 1 and 3. And look, you can go to their website. The tryouts you can be held at uh, Center Court out in Waukesha. Their website, MidwestPenguins.com. Go to MidwestPenguins.com. Why Penguins, by the way, Ann? Um, back years ago when Janice and I had met, we both liked the animal, a penguin, and we live in the Midwest. So it just became a great way to have a character represent us and then Midwest for the location of our country. She's Ann Slattery. She is... Uh, the founder. She founded the Midwest Penguins in 1997. Can we talk a little bit about your background, where you grew up and where you played and, and where you've coached? Uh, sure. I grew up in Wauwatosa, and I went to um, Wauwatosa West High School. I played a two-sport athlete. I did volleyball and basketball, varsity um, for three years each. I did soccer when I was a little kid, as well as all the softballs and t-balls and Anything you could do outside that kept us out of the house and active. And then what? as I uh, got into coaching volleyball, uh, Janice introduced me to the sport and coaching. I coached with her for a small club for a year, and then we started our own club with our new ideas. And in addition, I coached at uh, the parochial schools, boys and girls levels, fifth grade through eighth grade at St. Dominic in Brookfield, Christ King in Wauwatosa, and St. Mary's in Elm Grove. I also coached at uh, Pewaukee High School for 13 years, the varsity, and coached at Carroll College uh, for three years, uh, I think back in 2000 to 2003, roughly. So I want people to understand, listen to the resume. We talked about all the awards that she's won, and she's like, yeah, that, that that's a team, and we do great work, but understand the resume and and i coached in the parochial schools in, in basketball and then in high school and and i love people that take that journey and that understand okay i'm going to coach kids in fifth and sixth grade and then i'm going to try to move up into the high school ranks and then for you to be to go to college and coach in, at, at carroll university you know the idea of coaching kids at all different parts of their life you know, they're little kids, and then in high school, they they don't know if they're coming or going half the time at that point. And then college, you've got kids that are there, especially at the Division three level, they're not getting paid to go play volleyball. But they, they the love for the game is so strong that they want to continue to play at the next level. So you've coached at all different age groups and where these kids are as far as mentally, physically, um, emotionally. And that's a really good resume for, for a coach, I think, Ann. Yeah, thank you very much. I'm, I'm very pleased with the journey I've taken. I think it kind of follows the mantra of, you know, always wanting to make a difference in the life of a child. And whether that child is 
you know, the fifth, sixth grade level or even the older college level. I mean, you can do so much with them and, and be a role model in so many ways. Hey, real quick, before I get you a break, um, COVID, uh, with, with what's happened with, with COVID, um, how, how did that affect your club? And, you know, how hard was it to, to, to get through that to the point that I'm, I'm sure there were times you were thinking, man, I just want to get to tryouts. And we just get to, to beginning of October and try to feel some normalcy again. How hard was getting through um, what's just, you know, what's going on right now for your club? Yeah, I would say, you know, COVID has been very difficult, you know, in the aspect that you can't be competing, practicing, playing in, in a full team environment. Uh, we have been able to do some small group sessions lately. And I think with the abrupt season ending last year with the uh, state of Wisconsin shutting down, you know, it just left such an emptiness in a lot of our coaches and our athletes as to what we can do next. So, you know, we're working our best with our coaches and our staff to, you know, get to October 3rd, have tryouts. We do have a great deal of hope because the high school sports are starting to play. And I think uh, it's going to be very exciting to be back on the court with, you know, our friends again, our family and friends. Yeah, I agree with that. Again, they have tryouts coming up October 3rd and 4th. Go to their website, MidwestPenguins.com. And, you know, reading the bio on Anne, my favorite part, first of all, she's a controller and a certified public accountant. So, she, you know, she's really good with money. She enjoys spending time playing golf and traveling, but she skydives and her favorite vacation was an African safari. So she's a little bit out there. I'm just telling you, she likes to skydive and she's been on an African safari and she's a controller and a certified public accountant. There's a and there's a lot going on there. I we could I feel like Dr. Phil, we could spend a lot of time on a couple of those points. My mom taught me well to live large. <laughs> well, you know what? Your mom did a great job. She's Ann Slattery. We're gonna get to a break. She is the founder of the Midwest Penguins. They've been around since nineteen ninety seven, so you know they're doing things right if they've been around for that long. And when you talk to somebody like Ann who's coached the grade school, high school, and college level, you're getting somebody that really understands kids and, and volleyball players at all different levels of their life. MidwestPenguins.com. We're going to talk a little bit more. We're getting the weeds a little bit with Ann. Talk a little bit about costs and what the uh, tryouts are going to be like October 3rd and 4th out at Center Court. And if you go to their website, uh, you can get all the information that you need on their, the club, on the tryouts, on you know the stuff that you're you're looking to 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 get answers on. But again, October third and fourth are days one and two, and then days three, October eleventh, um, as well. And that's at Center Court out in Waukesha. It's Midwest Midwest We're going to get to a break. Other side, we'll continue with Ann. This is the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. We're talking Midwest Penguins volleyball with the founder, Ann Slattery. Hey, Ann, let's talk a little bit about the cost to join your club and, you know, if, if there are issues as far as 
you know, volunteers and, and things that you need from families and parents and how you kind of go about dealing with that. But let's start with the cost. What's the cost to join? Sure. So we have three programs in our club. We have our Little Diggers, which is kindergarten, like K-5 through fourth grade. And that's a six-week program, which is $75. Then and they practice once a week for about six weeks. We also have then the Wisconsin Club, which is our mini club program, which runs eight weeks. Uh, they practice twice a week and have three mini tournaments. That's about $400. And then we have our full you know, six, seven-month club season, and that ranges from about $1,200 to $2,000, uh, which includes all of your tournaments, your two practices a week, um, a qualifier out of state, as well as nationals for teams that are going to travel um, in June. Hey, looking at at your website, and, and let's that second question as far as you know, I think every youth organization, and I normally will ask if we if we spend the full hour, what keeps you up at night? Um, but I, I'm looking at your website, and, and there's so much information. We need to have you back. One of the things that caught my eye was venues, and, and the venues that you guys utilize, when you put on there, you know, Pewaukee Schools and St. Bernard Parish and the Marquette Rec Plex and Center Court, are these all facilities in this area that you guys utilize for practice facilities or for tournaments or both? I would say it's for both. Over the years, you know, when we didn't have a lot of space at Center Courts, we used Marquette Recplex downtown. We used um, Shoals Middle School. We used St. Bernard, Bernard's and Tosa, and we used St. Dominic. Uh, now that we've, in the last, you know, 14 years or so, we've become a key tenant at Saint, at Center Court. So we've used less of those um, schools on the side. And Brian, Brian Staffeld, who owns Center Court and his family, they do a great job out there. They do a fabulous job, yes. We've been very excited to work with him uh, the last two years. We're going into our third year, I think, with him. Uh, he does a great job getting us on the courts and, you know, filling it with volleyball, basketball, and, you know, getting kids in to play, to play the games. Yeah, I agree. I, I, him and I coached against each other and coached. He was on my staff when I was at Heritage Christian, and, and I'm a big fan of, of Brian and his family. Let's talk a little bit about the tryouts coming up again, the first two, October 3rd and 4th. Can we talk a little bit about what your tryout format looks like? Sure, absolutely. Our tryouts normally run two hours. Uh, sometimes they're two and a half hours, depending on the, qu- the quantity of athletes that try out. But our tryouts consist of about 45 minutes of uh, skill work with the younger kids. We actually try to coach them and train them a little bit because they're so young. With some of the older kids, we allow them just to go through and perform their skills at the best of their ability. And then after we've gone through the skill assessment, then we get into um, playing more dynamic, you know, uh, putting balls into play, and having them run with a bump, set, spike kind of, you know, rotation. And then towards the end of the session, the last half hour, 45 minutes, it's a lot of playing uh, six on six, watching how kids work together, talking, hustling, as well as the overall success of the game. Do they terminate a ball? Do they dig it up? Do they transition into an offensive attack? Hey, and somebody who has been on a team with, with your club, the Midwest Penguins, 
um, one year, did they need to come and try out again the following year? I would say in all of our years, we've had everybody try out because their lives change. Yes. Uh, sometimes their skills grow. Sometimes they, you know, plateau. Uh, sometimes other kids outdo themselves. So in the end, we like to have an open tryout for a full competitive um, opportunity to play for the Penguins. We don't guarantee any spots. This year is a little unique because of the COVID issues where we did implement the Badger region uh, retention policy where we could offer kids to come back and play for us. And this year we've, we did implement that. So we have several kids who already have spots on our teams. And we will update our website uh, end of September here with what opportunities still remain to play for us. Yeah, I think that's important. I think this, look, this year is different than anything we've ever been around and seen. Yes. So I, I like the fact that you guys are doing that this year. But I really like the fact that kids have to stay sharp and they don't they can't get lazy. They can't get fat and lazy saying, hey, look, I'm on. This is my club and I'm part of the Midwest Penguins and I'm going to be there, you know, for as long as I want to be there. That's not the case. You know, in normal years, you, you have to stay sharp and be evaluated and come out ready to go in tryouts. Now, look, if, if, if you're a really good player and you've played for the Penguins and you've got a good attitude and, and everything's gone well, chances are you're probably going to get a chance to play for them again. But it's not a sure thing. And I, if I for one, and I like that because competition makes everybody better, I believe. Absolutely agree with that. Yeah, I think the kids, the kids like the competition as well, so they've earned their spots or their opportunity to play for you. Yeah, I agree. And I really appreciate your time. And after the tryouts, um, if we could have you back on, and again, I want to thank Jason uh, over at Soul Boxer. He could not say enough good things about you, your staff, the organization, just uh, everything about the Midwest Penguins that he we talked about was all positive stuff. Um, and not only just playing volleyball, but the kids that they get to hang out with, the, the leadership of the, the coaches and the management and, and you and the people that really work endless hours to make sure that the Midwest Penguins are one of the best volleyball clubs in the Midwest. Um, I just appreciate his uh, him introducing you and I, and we will have you back. Again, if you want to look at the tryouts, go to MidwestPenguins.com. Go to their tryout information. It's, uh, it's right there. You can't really miss it under club information. Tryouts are October, the first two days, October 3rd and 4th, um, for 11 under, 11, 12, 13, and 14 and under. And you get a chance to have your, your, your daughters go out. It is a girls program. They had boys for a while, but they, she, as Ann said, look, we stay with what we're really good at, and this is what we're really good at. And so that's why they're going to do that, and they have for a while. Tryouts are at, uh, at Center Court in Waukesha again. October 3rd and 4th. And uh, thank you so much. And again, congratulations on hitting a hole in one. And listen to that in the next five minutes because we're going to talk about the golf course that you had that hole in one on. All right. I love it. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's uh, been a pleasure sharing, you know, my love of the game and what we've built here, our Penguin uh, family. And I look forward to talking with you again in a month or so. You got it. I will uh, reach out to you again. You can go to their website, get all the information 
um, that you need. And it is MidwestPenguins.com. And thanks. Have a good weekend. Excellent. We are now joined by, uh, his name's Bob Chapman. He's my buddy. And uh, we spend uh, most of Sunday mornings, I end up having to get into church a little bit earlier than he does because he's a security guy and I'm just a valet driver. So he kicks me out of the front of the church and says, get into service. And I'm a big fan of his. He is, uh, Bob is, this is the second annual Matt, Rit- Matt Rittner Memorial Golf Outing, October 5th. It's a Monday night, 4 o'clock. It's kind of speed golf. Get as many holes in as you can. And we're raising money for a really good cause. Join, joined now by Bob Chapman. Bob, how you doing? I'm good, Mike. How are you? I'm good. Hey, thanks for uh, a couple of minutes of your time and, and putting this uh, event together again. Raising money for Matt Rittner's family. And if you don't know Matt's story, um, SWAT guy, that was uh, his life was taken in the line of duty. And... Um, Bob and, and, and some of the, the guys that he knows that he runs with, his circle of friends, put this together last year. Um, I got a chance to come out and play with my son, Matthew. We're going to do it again this year, uh, Monday, October 5th. Tea time is 4 o'clock. It's $60 a golfer at Western Lakes Golf Club. The Packers play after, and there's going to be a fundraiser and get a chance to watch some Packer football uh, against the Falcons that night. Uh, Bob, when we're talking about this, you know, there, there's been a couple of, of bumps in the road putting the second one on. There's been a couple sponsors that, that we had a year ago that aren't going to be with us again this year. And we could use some help. We could use more golfers. We could use uh, anybody that's listening that has an interest in maybe sponsoring this thing. Uh, they certainly can get a hold of us, get a hold of me, and I'll, I'll turn them over to you. But we, we, we need to get more golfers ready to go for October 5th. Yeah, absolutely, Mike. You know, what happened to a couple of sponsors we had uh, were smaller businesses, and because of COVID, they closed. And so, uh, and, and, and there was a change of one of the, the you know, top leaders of the organization, and the new leader didn't have the same vision. So, yeah, we're looking for uh, uh, sponsors, golfers. I mean, it's, it's a good time, as Mike can attest to, you come out. It's not. It's not the serious golf you see on Sunday afternoon um, on national TV. It's fun. You know, last year we had a couple of guys who pulled the uh, Adam Sandler. Uh, was it Happy Gilmore uh, hockey golf tee off? <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> we, you know, we we had fun. A number of the guys from the tax squad came out um, this year. We are having some of the guys come out. We have reached out to other departments. Um, as we, what we really want to do, bottom line this year, is really show. Uh, the police departments in southeast Wisconsin, that, that we're behind them. Uh, our goal is uh, we're in the process of building a 501c3, and uh, that's going to be called the First uh, Responder Survivors Fund. And our goal within the next two, three, two or three years is if an officer loses his life in the line of duty, we want to put a $5,000 check on their family's kitchen table within 48 hours. That being wow. said, you know, resolving issues in, in any kind of death um, take time, you know. Uh, but you know what? If, if something happens today, you still have a mortgage due in two and a half weeks. You might have a car payment due. You get kids' tuition. you got to put groceries out there. This doesn't take over. It certainly is not trying to replace anybody. We're trying to help them through a tough time. And, you know, it's just all the things that you never think about until you hit square in the face with them, Mike. You know, you, everybody has had to help out with a funeral and you have family coming in from out of town. Where do they stay? How do you help them? You know, all of a sudden you have, 
people, you know, 20 people in your kitchen. And for some people, it's a great thing to have the camaraderie and the family support. But all of a sudden you go, well, you know, we got to feed them. I mean, it just right. things like that that add up that you never think of until, you know, you're, you're hit right between the eyes with it. Here's Bob Chapman, and I'll continue to uh, talk about this between now and October 5th. If you have questions for him, it's bgchapman, the number one, at wi.rr.com. It's bgchapman, the number one, at wi.rr.com. Or get a hold of me. You know, most of the guys that listen to this can can get a hold of me at the radio station, um, and I will certainly answer any questions, or I'll get you Bob's number. We need golfers. October 5th, 4 o'clock tee, Western Lakes Golf Club. Bob, thanks a lot. And anybody that reached out to me, I'll, I'll uh, get information over to. Mike, thanks for all your help and support. You got it, Bob. Thank you very much. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, Smoking Hot Mary from Ideal Logos is going to join us. And then we're going to talk that last segment a little bit um, with Kesep Melkin. He's got a cricket youth cricket tournament going on, and we'll promote that on the other side. This is the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. So if you've ever heard me on the Friday Night Scoreboard Show that we do, uh, I reach out and we have we have guys that are on the sidelines that are brought to you by Ideal Logos, and I call her Smoking Hot Mary, and she says, stop calling me that sometimes. Not always. She doesn't always tell me that, and I stopped in to see Mary. They've done so much great work for me and for Entercom Milwaukee and some of the trophies and awards that we do, and I said, Mary, you guys have stayed open the whole time. She said, we have, and we've, we've had to adjust a few things we do. And I'm just a big fan of hers, and I wanted her to come on the show today to make sure that all the youth groups that listen to this show understand that Ideal Logos and Awards, they are a local company, 120th and Janesville Road in Hills Corners, and they are open for business, have been through the whole thing. And I said, Mary, come in, come on the phone with me, come on the show with me, and let's talk about some of the things you guys are doing. So um, welcome, Smoking Hot Mary. How are you? Good morning, Mike. I'm good. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you coming on. Hey, when when I was over to see you guys, first and foremost, I'm sorry to hear that Lori is retiring, but uh, you guys are going to be in great hands. I'm going to miss seeing her each week that I come in. Um, when I said, have you guys stayed open the whole time? You said, we, we never shut the door. We, we've adjusted we and, we're, and we're doing some different things that we've done in the past. But we have stayed open. And I think it's important, Mary, for people to understand that, you know, this is not one of these big giant companies with 400 employees and and, you know, they're busy all the time. This is a smaller shop that does really good work and cares about their clients a lot. And Ideal Logos and Awards, again, located 120th and, and Janesville Road. And you can call over there and smoking that Mary normally picks up the phone or somebody else will. And you can ask for her. 425-7300 is their phone number. Hey, when, when I was over there, you guys are doing a lot of masks, right? Correct. I've done over 5,000 masks with custom logos on them, um, a lot of sport events, a lot of school logos um, printed right on the mask for whatever the customer need is. 
you never thought, you know, six months ago, we never thought you'd you'd be in that business. Never. Mm -mm. But you have to, you know, plug along. You have to adjust. There's no doubt. How has business been for you? It's okay. We're picking up. We're doing a lot of super fan shirts for all the schools. We're doing a lot of, um, even though they're doing online store, or, you know, we have online stores. They're doing, even though the kids are going back to school virtually, they're wearing all their spirit wear. The teachers are, you know, wanting them to wear their T-shirts, their school logos when they're online with them. And it's, um, we're picking up. You know, looking at uh, at the website and at um, Ideal Logos and Awards, the reviews, it's just, you know, such friendly and great place with which uh, to do business. Great to work with excellent customer service and turnaround times. Mary, that's kind of what you guys hang your hat on at Ideal Logos and Awards. The customer service, the it wasn't the the service wasn't so friendly the first time I walked in to see you, <laughs> but it has been since. And and thank goodness for Stiggs because you know he was like, hey, I know this guy, so thank you, Gary. And he's he's not uh, he's now retired and, and he's a grandfather is what he's doing. But you and I have a great relationship. I love working with you guys. But that is really what you hang your hat on at Ideal Logos and Awards, the customer service, the friendly service, the the turnaround times, and making sure that people are happy before they walk out the door. That is correct. And, Mike, you know, that smoking Hot Mary is all about that smoking Hot service (laughs) that you get at Ideal Logos and Awards. It's actually not, Mary. It's because you're smoking hot. That's what it just... In case you were wondering why I started calling you that, I think you understand now why. It's not because of how friendly the service is. It's because you're smoking hot. That's at least in my eyes. How's that? Oh, um, thanks, Mike. <laughs> you're welcome. Let's talk a little bit about other than, than, than the mass. You guys do great awards for us. We do the Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. We do the UW Credit Union Team of the Week. When we do golf events, I come to you guys and everything is done like perfectly. Let's talk a little bit about some of the other things that you guys do. Awards, the masks we talked about. You do a lot of spirit wear, a lot of sweatshirts, t-shirts, things like that. Correct. Yes, we do everything in-house, which is the best part of us. There is no middleman. Um, we do all our own printing, all our own engraving. We um, the whole Our whole lower level is um, embroidery. Um, so no matter if someone comes in and wants a name on a shirt, the one customer wants her name on, that you know, we'll do it. Or if they want, a, you know, 100 shirts, we treat everybody the same. Um, and shopping local is so important, so important. Mary, what's really interesting to me, because I've been, I've been doing business with you now for a long time, and I'll come in every week, and I see the same people. Like, yeah. I'll see them, you know, I saw them last year, I saw them six months ago, I saw them three weeks ago. And it seems to me that if you're a company that has repeat business, especially in your business, you know, you make one mistake and all of a sudden people are like, well, I'm going to go somewhere else. And it's very important, I think, when I see the same people over and over again, that these are that's basically your family of people that you've been working with for years. Correct. 20 years to be exact. Yes, I have the same seven employees for 20 years, with the exception of Stiggs, who's gone, which we miss daily. But he pops in all the time as well. But Mary, the but the the customers, you know, the people that get right. shirts for this youth group or that high school or that college or that booster club or whatever it may be, 
those are the people that I see over and over again. And they walk in and you're you're asking about their six-year-old daughter that just had a birthday. Like, you're friends with these people. Right. It's like a family business. Correct. Yeah, I think it's so important. I, I just do. When, when you see that, you know, the athletic director from this high school or that high school that has been doing work with Mary and, and the people at Ideal Logos and the athletic director might change. But when he when the old one is leaving to go somewhere else, they'll say, hey, look, just so you know, Ideal Logos and Awards is the company that I work with when we need stuff. They've got everything you need. So when you need an order, just, you know, give Mary a call and they'll take care of it. I think it's just really, really important. So, well, congratulations on staying open because it's been difficult in your business. There's been a lot of your competitors that have closed the doors for a while, and now they're starting to, to, to reopen and trying to get back to business. But you've been able to stay open the whole time. Uh, they're back open at 9 a.m. on Monday morning. Phone number is 414-425-7300, 425-7300, located at 120th. West Janesville Road in Hills Corners. Mary, thanks a lot. I, I know you coming on my show or doing commercials with me is not your favorite thing to do in the world. So I just really appreciate your willingness to come on this morning. Thank you, Mike. Always a pleasure. No, it's not. You know that's not true. She's smoking <laughs> hot, Mary, at Ideal Logos and Awards. Make sure when you stop in, just ask. You'll know who she is, but ask for smoking hot, Mary. She then calls and yells at me every time that happens. Again, they're located 120th, Janesville Road. Big part of their business right now. They will put your logo on masks, whether it's your school, your business, your clubs, your booster club, whatever it is. They're able to do that, and they've gotten really good at it because she's she. that's what they've done a lot of here the last uh, two months. Again, Ideal Logos and Awards. Mary, thanks a lot. Have a good weekend. You too, Mike. Thank you. You Sorry. bet. We're going to bye. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, there's a youth cricket tournament going on. Youth cricket. Man, who would ever thought I'd be talking youth cricket? But again, we're we're talking about it. And a guy who's been in studio with me, we've got to get him on on cell phone for for this, but we'll promote this tournament that's going on out in Waukesha. And if you have not seen youth cricket, this would be a probably good time for you to go out and and take a look. If you got kids that have interest in cricket, uh, our next guest he uh, he knows everything that you need to know about cricket, and he'll join us next. This is the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. So a while back, we had Kashyap in studio with me, and we were talking youth cricket. And, boy, he, he introduced the game to me a little bit, and we talked about, you know, the amount of work he's doing, trying to get kids, uh, give them a chance to learn about cricket and play cricket here in uh, the Waukesha area in southeast Wisconsin. And he now has a tournament going on. It was supposed to start today, but the weather is, is hurting a little bit. Are you guys canceled for today, by the way? Unfortunately, our, our launch games were postponed till tomorrow and, and, and other parts of the weekend. Okay, that's all right. You know, it gives you just one more day to, to get ready for this. Uh, but first of all, thank you so much for coming on. How you been? Everything's all right? 
Hey, doing well, you know, enjoying the pandemic. Uh, parents are going through the stay-at-home study schools and stuff. So, you know, this is a great way to get out and do something physical and enjoy our weather, whatever hot weather we have left. Yeah, and we have it. You, this timeline uh, for your tournament, the location is the Waukesha Youth uh, Sports Complex. And it's going to start tomorrow and go through the weekends and it'll go through October 3rd. Uh, so it's going to go on for a couple of weekends uh, let's talk a little bit about how many teams and how many kids you have participated. So we have uh, six teams, which was, you know, something that I was very pleasantly happy with. It's been uh, it's been propagating and marketing it, but we have teams from Milwaukee, different parts of Milwaukee, Waukesha, Brookfield that are participating. And then we have over 30 kids that are going to be actively playing in the sport. So it's kind of exciting. That's really exciting. To be honest with you, and what happens with tournaments like this, and you know this, is you know you'll have 30 kids, six teams, and next year you'll have you know 12, and then there'll be teams from the Midwest that are going to want to come in, and I, I can see this you know three, four years from now, you and I'll be having a conversation about hey, do you remember the first year where it was nice and easy, and you had you know these teams that it was easy to kind of put everybody together and play, and now it's just you know, big tournament that you're looking for three or four different parks to be able to play in. I, I can see that happening. Hey, the response that you've gotten uh, for kids to compete in the youth cricket tournament here in Wisconsin, um, like you said, you're pleasantly surprised at the amount of kids that will be playing uh, the next few weekends? I am. Uh, you know, it's honestly like I'm already smiling that one year ago when I was on your show, I was looking up like, Hey, Mike, I don't know when our, our, our real tournament is going to be. And here we are, you know, looking at six teams in the middle of a pandemic. Um, and then, you know, I have to give a lot of kudos to uh, the parents, you know, trusting us with all the COVID stuff and how we have implemented, you know, precautions. And also, you know, to a lot of the coaches and team captains that are bringing, bringing together these people to, to work and, you know, play and enjoy the sport. Hey, how old are the kids um, that are playing in this youth cricket tournament? What ages? Well, we have uh, we have as young as a six-year-old, and of course, we have a little bit of a modified rules for under eleven because you know they are not physically as equal to the under seventeen kids. So they range from you know a, a large median stands between the ten and twelve-year-old ground but as young as six and as old as uh, 15, 16, I think. And so are, it's, are, it's you gonna be, are you going to be using regular equipment? Are you going to be using a modified ball? What, what are you guys going to be using for this? So, so since this is our first, uh, first tournament and the, the, there is a big spectrum of skill, talent, and also we want to make sure everybody is safe, We'll be using a tennis ball for this tournament to get people in the beginner uh, area to adopt the sport and try it out and play competitively. You know, with all the trophies on the line, I want everybody to have a fair chance. You know, we have, we have almost 50 trophies we'll be handing out. So I want uh, everybody to play safely and, you know, be able to enjoy it at a beginner level. I think that's, re that's really important. You know, you brought a ball in. Um, and I think it's, a, I, I, is it called the ball? It's not, is it? 
It's called a cricket ball. The, the ball I bought was a leather ball. It's a little intimidating. It's hard. It's yes. heavier than a tennis ball. <laughs> and, um, catching it without gloves is a challenge. So to build up to it, and there are and there are youth now that are playing that level uh, of cricket already. It's just that you know the, the idea of propagating the sport to a tournament allows beginners to participate, and you know parents that want to play with their kids and they can do that and not get intimidated right away. Boy, I think I, I was so happy to hear that you guys are going to use a tennis ball for this with some kids that at all different levels, you know, but, but if you have some of the younger kids, if, if you're going to use the ball or a similar ball that you brought in studio, I thought, man, they're never going to catch that thing. And they're going to get afraid to play by using a tennis ball, especially kids that are just starting out. This gets them to fall in love with the sport. And then the, as they get a little bit older and their eye-hand coordination gets a little bit better, then you can move into to that. I think that's a really, really smart idea. Hey, is if there were um, individual kids or parents that had kids that had interest in this, is it too late to get involved in the tournament? Um, it's it may or may not be uh, if they have some player playing experiences. Teams are always looking to help uh, to get in on uh, new players. Um, but if uh, you know they haven't played or there's something brand new, it might be a little too late for this one. We'll probably plan more tournaments around the spring or maybe an indoor tournament as our COVID situation improves. But uh, you know at this point it's it's a mixed bag, so they can contact me and. We can assess it at that point, but yeah, there are teams that are looking for uh, for players that may, might be able to join even at the last moment. How would people get a hold of you if if they have questions? Well, um, so a little plug here for both our social media page and also our uh, reachability page. Right, our hashtag is Youth Cricket V Y O U T H Cricket C R I C K E T and W I. It's short yep. for uh, Wisconsin. And, you know, if you Google it, you'll find our Facebook page with the same one, has our contact information. Our phone number is 262-394-6867. Text messaging works best to get a, a hold of me. Or, or just come to the youth sports complex, meet a few of the captains playing, meet a few of the other kids. Uh, one of the biggest overwhelming challenges has been that uh, every parent believes that my kid doesn't know this or my kid might not fit in or the level might be different. Uh, when they hear a uh, tournament, you know, there's a factor of intimidation. But there are beginner kids that are doing this, you know, I would say almost the first time. Uh, and all the way to advanced kids that are gunning to get the the player of the series trophy with the the crystal in it. There so, it is. Um, there, there's a variety, and the best way to do it is go go meet some people. You know, introduce yourself with a social distance, of course. Um, you know, we have a big field, so you can more than happily walk around and and enjoy the game as well as see the see the type of players playing. Perfect. Hey, I will, uh, I'll be out there one of these days. It's the Waukesha Youth Sports Complex. I'll be out on one of the weekends. I'll come up, say hello. Facebook Youth Cricket WI. Take a look. There's a contact number. Hey, Kashyap, thank you so much. I appreciate uh, your time today, and I'll see you uh, either this weekend or next week, and I'll come out and say hello. Mike, thank you for having me on the show. appreciate you all you do. You bet. I look forward to having you back when we spend more time talking youth cricket. This is the Youth Sports Show brought to you by Allstate Insurance. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.